What is good, everyone? Welcome back to the Anaway Podcast. Speaking as your co-host, Tyler, I'm here with my man, Stray. Yo. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for rocking with us. We appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. Frank, we wouldn't be here without you guys, so thank you so much. That being said, check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram is NOA underscore podcast. You also find um, me and Trey on Instagram as well. Mine is Tyler underscore Waller three. Trey's is Trey Quan underscore Park seven. Check us out on YouTube. All episodes are posted on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Also, every Wednesday we have a show that pops out. Check that out as well. You can also find us on TikTok. That's going to be NOA Podcast one. And uh, let's get into it, Trey. How you doing today, Brody? How's everything? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. No main issues, no main complaints. Quite blessed, to be honest with you. Overall, feeling pretty good, man. How about you? Honestly, same, man. I really I really can't complain, bro. Um, had work yesterday. Work was good. I was able to spend some time with my family today, which I don't always get to do uh, a shit ton, so I was happy I was able to spend some time with them. And, you know, really just enjoy the day with them. So it was fun. It, it was a good day. So I can't, I can't complain, man. Truly, I'm truly blessed. All right, then. Well, I want to kind of go into something that you've taught me um, over the over the years of our friendship. I've noticed that you are a very observant human being. Um, so the question that we have is, are you an observant human being? Or do you tend to miss subtle signs uh, about just like certain things that happen to you like while you're uh, going about your day to day? Me personally, I'd, I'd say I wasn't really good at picking up on subtle signs, certain things. Um, I A lot of things would just go over my head. I also wasn't really observant to the amount of people around me. I'm usually more observant to, like, my surroundings, so, like, if there's any danger nearby type shit. But, like, it wasn't until, like, you've kind of brought it to my attention to where I started to become more observant, especially towards, like, people. Yeah, I wasn't... Currently now, yes, I'm, a, I'm an observer. Um, and obviously, I'm, I'm not the best. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm, I'm the best observer. So there are certain signs and subtle things that happen that I do kind of miss. Uh, I'm not perfect. But I definitely pick up on them a lot more now than I used to. And I used to actually not really be observant. Because, like, one, I'm still young. But before, just, like, being younger, I'm 22. So while, even younger than now, I wasn't really... Uh, an observer I think also kind of I think what also changed was like my environment as well so because I kind of grew up in the suburbs I didn't necessarily have to be like as observant to my surroundings I mean you should always be observant my surroundings but I kind of just like took this for granted because this was like all I knew once I kind of started getting out in the world more I was like oh shit like I should probably like like look around like niggas could try to like rob me or something <laughs> like, like shit isn't really that safe so i started to i i first started to be observant of just like my surroundings i think once i really got to college too i started to be real observant of like just like my surroundings just to like make sure like okay i'm safe like no one's following me like you know what i mean also we went to we went to school in hartford i'm not gonna say hartford is like the most hood place ever the most dangerous place ever but like shit be popping off sometimes bro like have it serious facts it like you be yeah. we go to sleep hearing gunshots and shit so like all right well we should probably like be observant of the shit that's going on around us Very um, true. 
And then I slowly actually just started being more observant of just like people themselves. So I just started to like watch people more, um, like just seeing certain things they did that I was like, oh, that's odd or oh wow like why'd you do that for and i just kind of just started like just watching people more not like in a creepy way because that does sound like a little weird but (laughs) really just like watching like the shit that they say watching like the certain actions they do um even now sometimes i'll now i'm more like listen to like the tone of their voice or like their facial expressions but that kind of happened over time but i used to not be an observer but over these past, especially these past four years, or I guess it's five years now, really started from the age of like 18, I got even more, um, even more observant over. over so it seems years. as though it, it, for you, it, it's taken, it's really taken a hold over um, since freshman year started. Yeah. Um, and, it was, and it was for safety as it is. It started off more for safety. I think I was a little bit observant maybe before then, not really crazy observant. I think it was more, I was more observant just because, like, hmm, maybe I wasn't observant, but I kind of knew certain shit because, like, my dad. So, like, I would, like, hang out with my dad, and we would go to the gym, and he would, like, tell me certain things that he would see. That, like, I really kind of, like, it kind of just, like, went over my head. But I didn't really start becoming, like, I didn't really start taking the action and initiative to really become observant. Until, like, I went to college, until, like, I was 18. And it started off mainly for safety, because now I was in a much more unfamiliar place, you know? I went from Middletown, New York, to now Hartford, Connecticut, which I knew nothing about Hartford. Like, it was, I'm in a completely different playing field now, and I didn't have my parents. Like, you know, you go to college, it's just you, and I'm two hours away. So, because of that, I was like, oh, I should probably... I should probably be more observant and aware of what the fuck's going on in my life and, like, my surroundings just for, like, awesome safety shit, you know? Oh, okay. So it seems... I, I actually thought it was, like, a lot longer for you, but it seems like we kind of picked it up around the same time. I think the main reason why I might have picked it up from you is because, seeing as though I come from Hartford, my guard was a little bit... It's a little bit more down compared to yours was at the time. Yeah. So... I guess things that I might have been observant to or might have not been observant to, you were more observant to them. And then when she pointed those things out to me, I was like, ah, okay. And then I started picking it up. What I will yeah. say is once we started going to the gym. Um, that's I, when you really noticed it. Yeah, bro. I really started it. And that's when I really noticed it. And that's when I kind of actually started to like put it into practice. And it really helped because I got to because- see a lot of things that like, you really wouldn't see unless like you were paying attention, you know, yeah. just like little things that like, frankly, it's hard for me to explain because for the people listening, they kind of have to like experience it themselves, like things that like you just wouldn't see otherwise. Yeah. And, um, I think that just happened over. I just started to get real observant of, cause that's also something like I went through, I guess, like in high school in terms of like the gym and stuff like that, like, and like people would like watch you. People also are, like, looking at you. People, um, you know, everyone kind of has their, everyone's kind of, like, doing their own shit. But at the same time, everyone's also looking around. Everyone also thinks that you're not looking, but, like, you really are. So there's a lot that plays into it. And around the time we were going to the gym, 
that was when I really started my observe, my observations. I didn't necessarily like put my guard down in terms of my safety. Cause like that always has to be up. Cause like that's your safety. But a lot of it started to turn more to people now. So like, instead of just observing, Oh, my surroundings. Oh, that person might be sketchy. Oh, it kind of went now to, Oh, that person did this. Why did that person do that? Well, that person keeps doing this. That person keeps doing this. Every time I come to the gym or every time I walk in the gym, this girl keeps looking at me every single time, or this dude keeps looking at me every single time. If I do this, people turn their head or this, it started to kind of get more focused on like people and these people's actions, what they would do because you're not talking to everybody in the gym. A lot of it now is just like what they do, how they're acting toward other people when they think no one's looking. So around that time, and I remember we had like that conversation in the car. I think you remember yeah, bro, I was, conversation. I, I, when I, I would like break you. it down some shit bro, to you and you were like, never bro, forget. what the fuck? Bro, I will <laughs> never forget. And I really wish I could like replicate what you just, what, what you were saying for like, for like the people listening, but like you broke it down and I was just, I was sitting there listening to it, bro. And the way you were breaking it down, it was like you had files in your head <laughs> of just sheets of information yeah. about everything and everything you've seen. And it was like, I was shocked, but it was amazing to see the, the level of detail. One, it was kind of cool just to see your fucking memory. But like the level of detail of, oh, okay, so you're doing this. Ah, interesting, interesting. So because of that, you're going to do this. And, you know, and seeing that, I'm like, okay, I started to take, I started to frankly take more of what you were saying seriously because I'm, because like seeing you display it. Yeah say it do it i think that's like one of the best ways to like teach anybody anything i think a reason a big reason as to why i take after you in certain things and why you take after me in certain things is one of us will say all right bro, i do this you, you you said you're an observer yeah you showed me your observer by actually observing and then like you explained that to me after the fact and on multiple occasions i have done the same where bro, i'll say something and then like i'll show my actions i say i'm a very talkative human being I didn't show that to you by me and you going out and talking to people. And then, yeah, like, I take over the conversation. So, like, seeing you do that, bro, hands down, it was very impressive. And it also helped me because, like, after I saw the way you were thinking about it, I'm like, all right, bro, well, I got to figure this shit out, too. Yeah, bro. And it's crazy because it really does open your eyes to things. Because things that, because, like, it's crazy because, like, the things that you used to overlook, now you really don't overlook. And people now it's like... Something that you thought meant nothing, actually, like, oh, shit, like, this means this, like, this actually is something that's, like, significant that you can either use in your life or it's kind of just, like, good to fucking know type but, shit. But let me you ask, know? You, ask you a question real quick, because this made me just think of this. How, how do you, how do you essentially separate important information that, like, you can actually use? from information that you might just overthink on and it might not even be important at all. Like, cause I, I'm thinking about it now and I feel like it's very easy to become an overthinker if you were to nitpick and pick like, just like the small thing. So like, how do you separate? Damn, that's a very good question. Uh, wow. Um, I guess, wow. Yeah. That, that's a hard one to be honest. <laughs> and I never really like thought about that. I kind of just I don't know. I not that I kind of know what's important and what's not. 
Um, I, there definitely are times where like I over, there definitely are times where I overthink things. Um, I think the main thing is just like, how does that apply to, how does that like apply to your life in a way? So like how important I guess is the, like, is the information, hmm. Damn man, that's that, that's a hard that's a hard one. I think it's actually a little bit difficult to differentiate what's important and what's not important. Mm-hmm. But I think the things that might be more important are I mean, I think one thing are like patterns. So like if you see someone's doing something the same thing over and over each and every day, that's kind of important why? Because they they're going to do it every single time, you know? It's like a pattern. It's built in them. So you know for a fact they're going to do it. So like, even if people were observing us in the gym, they know every time they see us, the first thing we're going to do is dips or pull-ups. Like mm-hmm. if people actually observed us, we went there for every day, except for leg day. That's the first thing we did. So like, you kind of know like, oh, okay. But because it's a, and obviously each scenario is different. So I think also where it depends on what, what situation you're in. So like in the gym, that might not hold crazy, crazy weight, but I would consider it to be a little bit more important. Why? Because like, that's that person's pattern. They're known to do this every time. So like, that's important, especially if it's something that is detrimental to you or holds an effect on you. If you know someone's going to do something, you can, you can anticipate it. You can now kind of, if someone saw us walking, at least, at least if this was me, if I was someone else and I'm working out, and I know I want to do dip soon. And I see us walking in the gym. I'm going to get my ass up and go to the dip machine. Because mm-hmm. I know these niggas are going to come and they're going to take this shit. And they're going to be on it. And now I have to wait. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, mm-hmm. oh. So it's like little shit like that. And obviously that's just the gym. So that's the, that's a small one. But I think one, recognizing patterns, I think is a huge way of differentiating what's important and what's not important. I think also what's important in differentiating is... um the context you're in and the scenario that you're in. So like, where are you? Are you at a library? Are you at a gym? Are you outside? Are you at a mall? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think those scenarios um, also are important. Now, um, is it a social, is when you're interacting or observing people, is this a party? Is this a huge gathering where everyone's talking? Or no, is it a place where people are kind of more to themselves, you know? And when you kind of see the context, you would kind of, um, you know, pick out certain things. If we're at a party and I see a girl in the corner, not talking to nobody, kind of like by herself, that's like, oh, okay, she might not feel comfortable here. This might not be her environment. Or maybe she's here just because a friend brought here. You know, those are just a couple of things that you would think because nine out of 10, if you're at a party, the main atmosphere, everyone is partying, dancing. Exactly. Everyone's being social. And like, if you're the one person that's not social, that's kind of a little bit more important. You know, it stands out. So I think things that kind of stand out also are are a good thing to make, to make note, to make note of. Um, And obviously there are subtle signs, but I think just the real basic shit, I think just to start off basic, like if you just want to become a better observer, the mm-hmm. best way is just look out for shit, look for patterns, and then shit that pops out, shit that might be a little odd in, in a certain scenario. Um, would I think you also those... say, would you also say it's, it would be good to read one uh, facial cues, body language, and just like how someone reacts to certain situations? Yeah. Uh, 
I definitely say that's harder to do. That's something I'm that's something I'm doing now, but I'm I'm trying to learn to be better at doing. And it's hard because when you're learning a new skill or trying to train yourself, you kind of have to remind yourself, you know? So because I'm not I look at facial expressions and cues now, but because that's not necessarily my default, there are times where I don't. And then like after I'm like, fuck, I should have, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you kind of have to train yourself and remind yourself to keep doing it. So I do think those are good. And I think those can be huge, especially in certain scenarios and certain, in a lot of scenarios and a lot of situations. But I think the main thing that people, especially if you just want to become a better observer, just focus on like people's actions, people's daily things. Facial expressions are a little bit harder to pick up on. Some, some are easier, but some are harder, especially like, you heard of micro expressions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of them before. Yeah, those who don't know what micro expressions are, they're basically, frankly, they're kind of what it, they're a facial expression, but it's like some micro is small. So it's like a very small facial expression that happens at, uh, it happens very quickly. Like for like a split second, you'll notice it, but then it goes away. Those are kind of hard to pick up on because you really got to be paying attention. You really got to be like looking, like kind of looking for it in a way. But those are kind of harder to um, to find. But they're very, very they're huge because then you can kind of understand someone's like motives. So, like one example is if I'm talking to someone, right, and I tell them I tell them bad news about me. I said, "Oh, this is this happened and it fucking sucked." Now. And this is how you kind of tell someone's like really your friend or really cool with you type shit. If they, if they kind of are like glad that that bad thing happened to you, they're obviously not going to show it right out. But for a split second, you might notice like a smirk on their face, but it'll go away instantly. So like you'll notice it for like a split second and then they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, all this, that. And then do like the whole like, oh, I feel bad for you, all the other shit. But that micro expression showed their real their real feeling towards you. It's like, oh, you're not really sorry. You actually kind of happy like that. Like that should happen. You know? Okay. Before you continue, um, yeah. Cause I, I this is something that I do. I don't need to do it. I think it's just like how my body reacts to certain things. And I believe uh, uh you've done this before as well. Um someone will tell you bad news and I I don't think this is a microaggression at all. And like there have been times where like someone will say like yo so and so died. And I don't mean to be like smiling, but like my natural reaction, or I don't know how I can, how I can't like control it, but like I'll like smile. And I don't mean to be, I'm, that don't mean like I'm happy that that person passed away. Cause my mom has told me I've done this before too. Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I'm smiling, but like that's just, that's just is what it is. Like I'm still sad the person's gone, but like, my natural or not natural but my like reaction at that time was like i'm smiling so i'm not sure to go contrary from what you're saying i'm not sure if reading into it like that um actually means that they're happy that you're kind of going through the negative thing if if, at least like my personal what what I've brought to fruition right now, telling you it has to. I know what you're talking about, and I think I think it is different. I don't think okay. it's exactly. I don't think it's exactly the same. To be honest with you, um, it's hard for me to really explain what 
kind of like what you did? Because I'm not fully like, sure. Yeah. I know yeah. your mom explained it, and it could have kind of just be a coping mechanism when you kind of really just don't know what to do, mm-hmm. possibly. But I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll tell the story. I I did it before, but when I did it, like I was actually happy. Now it wasn't like no one died type shit, but like I'm, I Trey actually was remember there. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Trey <laughs> was there, and me and Trey are chilling, and I was supposed to go. Uh, she's my ex, but at the time she was my obviously my shorty. I was supposed to go like visit her family or something like that, right? I was supposed to go like the next day. We were supposed to go up and like visit her family or whatever, spend like time with her family. And like she called me, and she was basically like, "Oh, she basically like, yeah, we're not gonna go because some some happened." And when she told me that, like my lace, my face like lit up and I was like smiling. And it's crazy because for the, re- I didn't even notice this, but for the rest of the conversation, I was like smiling. I really didn't want to go though. Like I truly didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah, no, but you I, did. We were talking about it before, bro. You didn't want to yeah. go. And that's why like I was smiling because I was like, I told her, I was like, oh no, like, damn, that sucks. But in reality, I was like, let's fucking go. Like I don't want to yeah, fucking family. <laughs> I don't want to go. But then after the call, Trey's like, like, nigga, you said they were the biggest smile on your face, bro. He was like, yo, she told you that and your face lit up. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't even notice it, but he was like, I was like, damn, you're right. Like, I've been smiling for like the the rest. Once she told me that, I was smiling for like the rest of the combo. Like you the buck. Um, but in my scenario, like my real feelings came out. I was telling her, oh no. Ah man, I'm uh this sucks. Like I was looking forward to it, but like I had a smile on my face while telling her it sucked. So it's like, that was kind of my real feel. And that could maybe, that could possibly be an example. Now, what you go through, Trey, I'm not fully sure. Cause like, I know you as a person and if someone came up, especially, I mean, unless you fucking hated them type shit. And I know you ain't hate nobody. I know you wouldn't just like kind of be happy. Someone like died type shit. Yeah. That might've um, been an extreme example. I don't think I did it because someone died, but like, you know, like something happened. And I ended up smiling. It wasn't technically supposed to. Do you remember the person you did it to? Um, it might have been like a cousin of mine. Something happened to them. Did you happen to have any animosity toward that cousin? No, 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 cool. No, real cool. I'm not sure. Maybe it could be a coping, like maybe a coping mechanism. And the thing is, it's happened multiple times. It's there's not just like a one time thing. Like that's that's like the thing I've I've done before. Maybe that could be. Watch out for that because someone might think like you're happy that. That shit happened to them. For real. And maybe that's a coping mechanism. And that is definitely a little bit different than the micro-expression. Because micro-expression happens a split second. What you're oh, talking yeah, about is like, like, that's the difference is a micro-expression, you have to look for it. If you don't, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's something, yeah, it's something that's just like, it, you have you have to actually look for it. And there are also times like I've I've noticed, um, you know, you tell someone good news, you tell someone good news, and you might have noticed this. This might have happened to you or anyone who's listening. You ever tell someone good news, and when you tell them it, they don't smile or smirk. They kind of congratulate you, but we're like, we're like, like a straight face. Yeah, yeah. that's like yeah. another way that they're not necessarily that happy for you type shit. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, great job, like I'm really happy for you, but like their face doesn't light up. They don't seem to With smile. Like, type no shit. expression whatsoever. We're like no fucking face. expression. Yeah, that's like another yeah. way to be like oh but those types of observations and i know you brought up even like body language and stuff like that uh those are also huge too 
you know, like body language is someone facing you or someone facing away from you. Eye contact is a huge thing. Some people, there are some people who like are really uncomfortable with eye contact. So it's like, I guess harder to kind of uh, differentiate that, especially if someone's not necessarily confident, which you could definitely not no eye contact could also mean that, oh, they might not be that confident. Not everything has to be negative. And also, and I guess this is the bad thing. And this kind of brings up of what you said kind of before. What do you find important? How do you know what's important and what's not? What I've noticed, and I've done this so many times, and observing is not foolproof. So just because someone doesn't make eye contact with you doesn't mean they don't like you. Or just because someone doesn't make great eye contact with you doesn't mean they're in love with you type shit. There are certain things that just because someone does doesn't necessarily mean it's this action. Majority of the times, sure, but it's not every time. Nothing is 100% foolproof, you know? Um, we're not all the same people, so exactly. Someone we're not might the same react people. We all someone else. Exactly. Also, like different cultures. I think some cultures it's like very inappropriate to have strong eye contact. So really, damn. I think so. That's interesting. Some. I, I'm pretty sure. Please do not quote me on that, anyone. But I'm pretty sure there are certain cultures where certain things are like kind of like prohibited and are considered to be a a negative, mm-hmm. but. I like use it as an observation. Like I use eye contact. That's one. I can kind of tell if someone's like into the conversation, if I'm talking to them and they're making like really strong eye contact, that's one way to kind of know they're into the conversation. Now that's not everybody. Some people you can make eye contact with and they're completely bored with what you're saying. Some people are not comfortable making eye contact and uh, they're still into the conversation. They're still going with it. So not everything is foolproof. And that's the one thing about observing. And I think some, everyone has to understand, even me, just because someone does something doesn't necessarily mean it always lines up to, uh, and lines up with, I guess, the correct description. If that, you know, if that I want to, I want to add something to, to what you said about the cultures real quick before we continue. Um, growing up, I've always known that like, if a girl is like really like touching feeling with you, chances are she she's either really fond of you, she might yeah. like you, you know, if there's the brush up against you, this, that, the other. Um, however, literally what you just said with the whole cultures thing, in other cultures, that could just be their way of being kind. Yeah. You know, like in Italy, yeah, aren't they all touchy feely and shit? Bro, there's exactly they're super touchy feely, bro. Like they really like to touch people. That's just how they are. And that's just their culture. But that on multiple occasions was mistaken for oh that this, this girl likes me but nah she was just just being friendly so you are correct how we might do things here in america are how someone else might do something in their culture is completely yeah. different to like how the opposite culture might do it you know yeah exactly and i think that's like one huge thing especially with like observing you kind of got to like under you kind of got to understand that and i've countless times have made incorrect observations luckily none of them were like crazy major where it it was like huge and like fucking destroyed my life of course but there are many times like you know especially the one trey just said there are many times i'm like damn you know shorty you know shorty feeling me shorty feeling a nigga and like she's not like <laughs> you know what i mean it's just it kind of happens there are some times where i think a girl doesn't like me and apparently she does and but she based does, off of yeah, yeah. Based off of, um, you know, maybe she wasn't making strong eye contact or one, uh, 
one observation as well. They say that if people, if you're talking to someone and they're like constantly moving around and shit like that, that they're like not necessarily like fully comfortable with you. Or um, if they're like arms are crossed, they might be a little bit closed off to you type shit. But some people just stand with their arms crossed. Some people are just fidgety people. So you kind of got to, you got to really feel the whole like situation, you know? And I think when it comes to observing, it's not a one-time deal, you know? You can't have one interaction with someone, observe them, and then basically based off of that one interaction, you know them and you think no, this it's, is it's, this. It's a, it, I think it's a, it's a constant. It's a constant thing. It's a bro. constant section of just cr- collecting data. You need, exactly. you need to constantly keep doing it in order to, I mean, like you said, like you said earlier, bro, repetition. If someone's constantly doing something over and over and over again, yeah. I mean, if they were just to do it the one time, bro, you never observe them again, then how the fuck you know they're going to do it the next day or the day after that? Exactly. So exactly. it needs to be a constant thing. And also, to add to that, you also have to practice. So, like, you need to be constantly observing. Yeah. yeah. And that's really how... I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the best because there are plenty of times where, like I said, I get things wrong. There are plenty of times where, like, I'm I'm not as observant as I would like to be. There are plenty of times where there are certain signs that I'll miss. Um where even like Trey, Trey is even, it's crazy because I kind of got Trey into observing more. And there are times where he's like, yo, did you see this? Or did you pick up on this? And I'm like, nigga, no, like, I didn't even, I didn't even know that shit was happening. Like it completely went over my head. So there are times where you're not going to be perfect. And there are times where me personally, I'm not never perfect that where I don't really observe. Not that not that I'm happy about it, but it just it just happens because you kind of have to remind yourself, especially when you're first starting to get into it. You have to remind yourself. You got to be like, okay, okay. Now you I'm know, definitely we... in terms of my surroundings, I'm much more observant. But there are little cues now, like in terms of me, um, I now try to like read facial expressions. I try to listen to people's tone of voice. I try to like watch their body language. That's kind of hard to do. That's kind of hard to watch. There's a lot of things to watch, and then you also got to listen to what the fuck they're saying. So there's a lot that kind of goes into it. And, you know, sometimes I forget. Sometimes I just, I just, I don't do it. And I'm like, shit, I meant to do it. Uh, you know, on multiple occasions, um, me and you, we've gone out either to, um, we don't really go to clubs and shit like that. So more like just events that either were happening or on just the campus at the time or anywhere else. We like go out um, down to Blueback Square, so. And after that, you know, when I go home and shit, we end up like evaluating what we went through. We end bro, up saying, I, like, enjoy, bro, I enjoy those. I go for it, bro. I exactly, bro. I was about to say, <laughs> we end up like saying, bro, did you see this? It's like, ah, oh, no, I didn't see this. Ah, uh, but when I saw this, I thought this was popping up. You know, this, that, the other. We always, after, after these gatherings that we went to, we always ended up like at the end of the night talking maybe about for an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, of just bro. essentially going over the place, what happened, what took place, what we missed, and what we picked up, like on. watching film type shit, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that <laughs> I think that's really good because, like, one, it gives you practice, and two, it like shows you what you missed. Yeah, I think yeah. also it's kind of like confirmation. Now we could both be wrong on certain things, but I also there's like confirmation of like because if someone else saw it and you saw it, what's the chances of both of y'all getting it wrong? Yeah, type shit. So. I think a lot of it was also just like good confirmation, good like, oh, okay, this happened. I noticed this. I noticed this. Um, 
So I agree, and I enjoy breaking it down. I enjoy really being able to dive deep into it. Because then also there's some things like you might have looked at it one way, and then I looked at it another way. So it's like, oh, that's how you interpreted it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I thought of it like this. Exactly. And I think that helps. And I'm I'm big into this is just how I am now. Um, I kind of like observing people. People are actually quite interesting if you just fucking watch what they do. People are quite interesting if you just listen to what the fuck they say. For real. And because of that, I kind of enjoy observing. So, like, I read books. Like, one book I'm reading, and I I advise anyone who wants to get into observing to really read just Robert Greene, just the author. Google him. Read his books. He made, like, The 48 Laws of Power, Laws of Human Nature, Art of Seduction, Mastery. He made a bunch of books. Really just read his shit, period. But um, the, law, um, the Law of Human Nature, I'm almost done reading it. It, hel- it helped a lot, bro. Like, it re- there are certain things that, like, I'm reading that book. I'm like, holy shit, man. It's kind of it's just, like, eye-opening, things that you wouldn't really understand. And of course, a book is never 100% correct. Of course, nothing is foolproof in this world, but... I definitely do think it just helped me in terms of just becoming an observer and just picking up certain things. And I think the more you observe, just the better you get. And we live in a world where majority of our communication is nonverbal. And a lot of people aren't really going to say what they feeling. are really going to say how they feel. You kind of got to pick up on the signs that they give you. You kind of got to pick up on what they're doing. And honestly, the only way to really pick up on them signs is you just got to watch them. You just got to observe them. You just got to pay attention to the to the clues. You know, there are many times in high school where a girl liked me and I just was oblivious to the fact. And because of that, I missed out because of that. I missed out. Yeah, man. Like a female like you and then you find out like. A couple weeks later, but by the time you find out, she already onto another nigga, and you're like, "Damn, like I could have had that." Yeah. And it's all like, imagine if you just observed and picked up on the signs that she gave you, you would kind of, you would kind of know, you know. And I feel like if you observe people and observe what's going on in your surroundings, you actually get more opportunities because you could pick up on opportunities. Also, you know, you get the feel. If you say something, you notice someone might not be too fond of what you said. Maybe you might not bring up that topic again. Maybe you might not talk about that topic again, depending on who the person is. You might not want them to feel uncomfortable. So I think it's it's important to really just to, to, to be an observer. I think also what comes with observing is just listening. Hmm. I think that it kind of goes, yeah. Because you observing is everything. It's also it's not just what you see with your eyes. I mean, that's a huge part of it. But you also gotta listen to what they say. Now, I think one of the huge thing is like if people say people, a lot of people say one thing, but they do the other, and that's why I think you need both. Because if someone says something and then they do it, that's how you kind of know like, oh, okay, this person is about that action. Compared to if they say it and then they don't do it, you're like, oh, okay, they they they're not, they don't really mean it. But I think it goes hand to hand. I think you have to be a good listener in order to also be a good observer. I think vice versa. You got to be a good observer. You also got to be a good listener. So it's like it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of want to change the subject real quick. Do you think we have any time before uh, we end the show? Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. All right. I think this might help some people. For real. So on bad days or days when you're feeling down, how do you cheer yourself up? Well, um, 
on days when I really don't feel my best, um, I first I always just tell me there'll always be tomorrow. But you know, I try to not get too down on myself. You know, uh, you can't always have good days. You can't always have days of highs. You know, you always you, you there's always gonna be the sprinkled in bad days here and there. So. I think I just try to do it and just remind myself that, listen, man, it's just one of those days. It's not really the, the best of the best, but simply just try to push through, you know, um, depending on the situation, too. You know, I understand if, like, maybe uh, there was a death of the family that might be rough, so you might have to take some time. Maybe you lost your job, you know, it's like, all right, you know what, there will always be another job. But you kind of just have to take it as it is, just take it um Frankly, as uh, as you're going along, and try not to try not to have it take over your life. Essentially, try not to have one. I saw like a, a picture one time, and it was like, try not to make ten minutes of your ten minutes of like something going oh, bad yeah. in your entire day. You know, so yeah. I'd say that. I, I that's a good picture. I know that. Damn, I forgot about that picture. To be honest with you, yeah, I think that's, you're the person a- who showed it to me. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck I found it. I think I'm, I'm not sure if Osar sent it to me or if I found it. I'm not sure, but uh, that's definitely good. How I kind of, in terms of like kind of cheer myself up, um, I think music definitely helps me cheer up. Uh, sometimes like I'll be in a bad mood, and I think listening to some music kind of helps me, uh, kind of help me uh, bring myself up out of that. I think also, uh, I'm a I'm a religious man. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the most religious man because I'm, I'm definitely not. But I do believe in God. And a lot of times, like, when I'm having a bad day, I, I try to just really just thank God for the day. And I try to remind myself that of, like, all the blessings and good things I do have. So I might be going through a bad day, but I try to remind myself of all the blessings that I do have in my life, all the good things I have in my life. And always kind of remember, like, someone always has it worse than you. Like, some people would literally kill to be in the position I'm in. And I'm having a shitty day. I'm having one shitty day. And, like, someone would literally kill to have the day that I'm having because their day is even worse. And really just trying to, like, keep that perspective in mind, the fact that this could be worse. Like, yeah, this day sucks, but, like, this could also be significantly much worse. My life really ain't that bad. Like, it's just an unfortunate day. Everyone has bad days. And I think just keep trying to remind myself that I am still blessed. I am very blessed and that my day could be worse. I think that kind of helps me to keep pushing and it helps me to kind of, like, cheer up to a certain extent, you know? That's actually some really good advice for people out there. I think that's also kind of how... Yeah, the next... You got to ask the next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah. Um, next question, basically, is like, how do you try to stay positive on those days, on those uh, bad, negative days? That's kind of how I also stay positive. Um, but really just keep continuing to remind myself, like, it could be much worse. It could be much worse. It could be much worse. And just to continue to thank God. I try to thank God multiple times throughout the day. Um, some days I'm only thinking once. Other days I think him five times. But I really just try to continue to thank God and and really just try to appreciate what he's given me throughout these times. And that's kind of how I try to stay positive. Um, if I can, I try to do things that don't 
if I'm having a shitty day, especially if it's a certain scenario or like one thing that my mind keeps going to, you know, maybe maybe the whole day ain't shitty, but like some one unfortunate thing really happened. And that one thing is really fucking me up. Um, I try not to think about it. I try to do things that don't allow me to focus on it. One thing is music. I'm huge into the gym. Anyone that knows me uh, knows that I love working out. I love going to the gym. So sometimes I'll just go to the gym. And frankly, the gym kind of helps me to, one, not think of it. Two, if it is anger, release a little bit of that anger, release a little bit of that pain, and just work out in a productive way. That that helps me. Sometimes I'll I'll even talk to somebody. Like, you know, me and Trey real close. Nine out of ten, if, if a day is really fucking bad like that, I might just call Trey or I might just ask Trey, like, yo, bro, can we just talk? And like I might just vent a little bit. And sometimes that might actually help me stay positive on those bad days, just talking to someone, getting that shit off my chest. I think that's kinda how I do it. Yeah, you know what? I think um I'd listen to music. You know, I love Juice World, so I listen to a lot of him. Um, I also try to focus on things that take my mind off of uh, off of whatever I went through. Um, depending on the situation, I will. Um, I always ask myself, I'm like, yo, but is this like 20 years from now? Will this matter to you? If the answer is no, then I always just drop it. You know. Also, my mom. She gave me this advice, and I ain't going for it, man. This is this. It's actually helped me. She's like, if anything happens to you, and I'm also going to use this for my closing advice. If anything happens to you, and you're going through it, you worry about it for three days max. You don't go further than three days. After those three days is up, you let it go, and you leave it to God. Three days. So. If I'm depending on what it is, obviously, whenever I'm going through it, I'll worry about it for a little bit because, like, there's certain things you actually do just have to kind of get off your chest by, like, thinking about, you know? Yeah. But after those three days is up, don't stress yourself no more. You know, try to stay positive with it, try to think positive thoughts. Cause, have, like, you, have you noticed that that piece of advice you got from your mom? Have you noticed that really helped you? Bro, it has so fucking much. Because I used to worry about shit for weeks. There were times where I'd worry about a specific thing for just multiple days. And it would just make me feel like shit. And instead of it just ruining one day, it ends up ruining an entire week. And a week turns to two, turns to three, turns into a fucking month. And now I've had a bad month. And then she told me that, and I'm like, damn. I don't always thank her for advice, because like, she doesn't always give me advice to wherein it's changed my life to that much, you know? Yeah. But the two things she's always told me is don't worry about shit you can't fix. Huge. Huge one. And that <laughs> after three days, bro, let it go. And as soon as I started implementing that, I was like, okay, three days. Worry about something for three days. That's it. So in order to stay positive, don't really be thinking negative thoughts, and it'd be very good if you had just, like, positive people around you, too, you know? Uh, a big proponent, yeah, bro. A big proponent as to why me and Tyler, we made it through college the way we made it through is because one, I was positive towards him, so whatever he needed, like, he had the positive reinforcement, but at the same time, like, he did that shit for me, too. 
So whenever I was down, he had my back. The other day, I was thinking about this. I'm like, I kind of want to tell some shit on the podcast. But during fall of 2020, me and him were kind of going through it. We had a rough, <laughs> we had a rough junior year, bro. We, it wasn't easy. And yeah, I vividly bro. remember going over to his house. I had chemistry that night. And I was supposed to go to class. Dude, but it was I, online. I can actually envision this day, bro. Yeah, I can really facts, envision me too. this day. We were both going through it. We were both sad as hell. Hurt, bro. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and he was sitting on the floor and I was sitting on a chair and I'm like, bro, it's rough. And he was like, I know, bro, but we're going to make it through. We were both going through it and he bro. had the ability to cheer me up in that moment and vice versa. Niggas were hurt and we still, we're still trying to be positive. So if you yeah. have friends like that, people like that around you where in your time of need, where you'll be surprised, but a lot of people don't want to be around you when you're hurt. But no, if you find one or bro. two people out there who are willing to just be there for you during those moments, you hold on to them, man. Because, like, having positive people around you will save your life. I shit you not, bro. Like, they will save your life. Yeah, man. It's hard to find those genuine people. It really is. And you're right. There are a lot of people who, when you're down bad and when you're hurt, they don't, they're not there for you. They don't want to be around you. They don't, don't want to deal with that shit. They literally leave, bro. But it's always good. And I think that's a huge thing. You can find someone who is, like, positive and who really wants to, like, be there and be around you type shit during the bad times as well. It really helps on those bad days to be around someone who's positive because they really will They really will bring you up. There's sometimes, mm-hmm. there are many times, I know um, I've done this for Trey and he's done it for me. Where I'm hurt, bro, and just his positiveness, his positive energy, has just helped me. Has literally helped yeah. me become positive. Has literally kind of awoken me, helped me kind of get up, type of shit, you know. And it's hard to find those people, but those people are really kind of what you need on those bad days. They really are, because those are and people. You know, who, what do you want to say? They're out there. They they are few in number, but I shit you not, they are out there. Yeah, real man. But damn, bro, I really do remember that day. We were both. That day we were both hurt. Like, like yeah, that, that, was a, that was a rough day. I remember that. Literally yeah, sitting that on was... the floor. Sitting on the floor, bro. Looking at you facing like facing our kitchen. Yeah. And all the lights were off except for that kitchen light. Yep. And we were both yeah. we were we were both just like not happy, bro. It's crazy in the dark. For real. <laughs> <laughs> the floor. That's really some sad shit, bro. Like just sitting in the dark on some shit, man. Got one measly light on type shit. Don't even light up the whole crib. Don't even light the whole crib. The bitch is dark, bro. It was like damn. Yeah, plus it was night too. So like outside was dark. Like it was everything was dark, bro. This it was fall. Fall of 2020. Yeah, bro. Shit. During COVID times, man. That shit was was not fun. Shit was not fun. But we made it through. You were right, man. In that moment, in that moment, you're like, bro, we just got to keep pushing, but we'll make it through. And you were wrong. That's why I want to kind of, I want to make a point on that. It's like, and like, I kind of find this to be amazing. It's like, even when we were both hurt, we both like, we were both hurt and negative, but at the same time, like positive. We both were like, listen, bro, this (laughs) fucking sucks, bro. Like this fucking sucks. I even think my internet went out that night, bro. (laughs) No internet. 
Bro, it's the whole reason I had I couldn't go to my fucking class. Bruh. I had physics. I couldn't even go. But damn, bruh. And we're sitting there. But even during that, we were still kind of positive. Like, we both knew we were going through some shit. We both kind of vented a little bit. But then at the end, we're like, listen, bro. Like, we going to make it through this shit, bro. Like, this shit yep. is not going to be like this forever. We going to find a way. We going to make it through this. Like, we ain't going to be hurt forever, bro. This pain ain't going to last forever. Like, we going to find a way. Yeah. And look what fucking happened, bro. We fucking found a way. We don't fuck around and graduated now type shit. Like that, that ass, was bro. that was that was before the podcast. We don't fuck around and made a podcast, podcast after that shit. So it's like <laughs> facts. A lot Very came from true. a lot came from like that pain. Like a lot came from that time of just like being hurt, being mm-hmm. in pain, but keeping that positive light, keeping that positiveness and having someone who's also positive and kind of like listen. We gonna find a way. It, it will not be like this forever. We will find a way, and we fucking did. But you're right. Also, just having someone who's positive with you, or having someone to just talk to, is is a huge help of staying positive on on bad days and on negative days, man. Shit, you know, I feel like I feel like that story had to help somebody. Honestly, I hope so. I hope so, man. Because I, I I remember that time, bro. We we were both going through it, man. We we're both going through it. We both fucking made it, bro. Because of that, like, it's crazy because everyone hates the bad days. Of course, no one likes bad days. No one likes shitty days. And I do like to say, I don't know if I came up with this saying or if I heard the saying, but it's like, like, the sun always shines after the storm. The sun will yeah, always man. come out after the storm. So mm-hmm. I look at whenever I'm going through a shitty time in my life, whenever I'm going through a shitty time period, I know it will get better. Because the sun always temporary. comes out after a storm, bro. It's just temporary. That's it's just it. temporary. Yeah, the storm just has to pass. And some yeah. people, you might just be in the middle of the storm. Unfortunately for some people, the storm might have just started for you. Some people, the storm right. might be ending for you. But eventually, it will end. It will end. The sun will shine again. And things will get better. And, you know, me and Trey were going through a rough time then. And... I think kind of what came after that was one, we became disciplined. We started going to the fucking gym. Mm-hmm. Before then, we were just we were pretty fucking lazy. We were just, I, didn't I go mean, to gym before yeah, all. bro. And I wasn't going consistently, bro. I, it was a very sad. I would just go to class and come home and then like <laughs> eat pretzels and like do nothing for the rest of my fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Like I just waste the rest of my fucking day. Time management um, wasn't the best. Nah, <laughs> it really, it really wasn't, bro. It really fucking wasn't. And because of that, we actually got our act together. You know, we started to wake up early. We started to go to the gym. You know, we started to eat better. We fucking started a podcast. At the time, we started the company Red Fence. We don't got that company no more, but shit, we still got the podcast going. Shit, we got much more. Did we have a podcast? Yeah, bro. We got much more consistent with it. Not only. Not only did we start the podcast, but then we got consistent with the fucking podcast type yeah, shit. Yeah, for and real. Overall, we kind of just got our lives just in order. Because at the time, our lives really wasn't in order. We were both just kind of just two sad, broke college kids. And we were like, Literally. I don't even think I had a job then. I wasn't even working. I was making yeah, no we just, money. We just, had, we just had school. That's it. We just had school, bro. And it's like, and what happened? Okay, well, we started working. Started making some money. We fucking created a company. We created a podcast. We started to go to the gym. We started to get disciplined. But I'm gonna be honest, if I don't think if we didn't have that negative night, if we didn't have that 
uh, that bullshit that we went through, that storm that we went through, a lot of the good habits we have now and a lot of things that we created, I don't think would have been created, man. Nah, man. Frankly, I think a lot of those things came out. A lot of the things that we have now came because of those nights. Because yeah. of because of the conversations we had. We are just like, damn, nigga. I want to hold on to these. You don't want to forget them. We had a lot of yeah. nights like that. A lot, man. A lot. Yeah, man, we fucking made it through. And uh you can too. Listen, man, me and Tyler, we're humble kids. We're no better than anybody. We nah, went through hell. Mean. Our version of hell at least. Without a doubt, you can do it too. Whatever yeah, you're real. going through, you can make it through. You just gotta believe in yourself. I believed in me, he believed in him, and we both believed in each other. When niggas was down, they had no bitches, they had no money. I was like, you know what? My nigga's here. Facts. And vice versa. Facts. That's all you need. That's all you need, bro. Someone that you know genuinely cares for you. Someone you know that's genuinely there for you, man. So we are getting to the end of the show. Around this time, we do give advice. I feel like we gave a lot of advice just throughout this whole Yeah, we gave a shit to advice, but I, I can't. But uh, I'm kind of just going to reiterate a couple of things that we talked about. Um, I think personally... One, it's definitely good to have someone uh, to be there for you. And I think you so, should find someone to be there for you for the days that are bad, that are rough for you. I also want to touch. I think everyone should be an observer. I think observing people and observing your surroundings is very important. One, observing your surroundings just for your fucking safety. You should want to know what the fuck is going on around you. Because there are people who like are trying to like harm you. I am blessed. That I've never been robbed, knock on wood. But there are times where I saw someone and I was like, "You're gonna rob me. I'm a, I'm a chill here for a minute until the coast is clear." That happened mm-hmm. to me. I shit you not, like at least like twice. Uh, a third actually kind of happened to me. Third time actually kind of happened to me recently. Like this nigga was walking up on me and I'm like, "Yeah, you, <laughs> you're actually about to rob me." Like I just kept looking back because I knew he was gonna do something. But then, luckily, because I kept looking at him, he like he didn't do it. But I, I knew some shit was gonna pop off. Yeah, you, you just had that feeling. Just yeah, had that feeling. for real. Yeah. Once you're on the other side of the street, and it's just me and you on the street, and then you just purposely cross over for like no reason, no reason. and like <laughs> I know he didn't have a reason. I'm like, mm. especially when you were on the other side of the street when I first saw you, and then like all of a sudden you're walking quite fast in my direction. I'm like, oh fuck. So. Anyway, be an observer. Observe the shit that's going around you. Also, I think you should observe people. Majority of communication is nonverbal, and a lot of people give off subtle signs and shit that uh, you actually just have to be aware of and look and be observant of. And I think if you observe people, you'll actually get farther in life than if you were just oblivious to the shit that goes on around you. So learn to be an observer. Read the laws of human nature for those who like to read. You could actually learn some things about human nature, and it taught me a lot of things in terms of just observing people and observing the shit that goes on around me. That's gonna be my advice for the day. Um, I'm also gonna reiterate something I said earlier. If you're worrying about anything, worry about it for three days, man. Give yourself three days, three days to worry about it. You know, three days to think on it, three days to ponder on it, and then after those three days is up, not worry about it anymore. Promise that to yourself. 
I believe it will be very beneficial to all you. I think it was beneficial to me. And um, if it could work for me, I have no doubts that it could work for you. So, um, yeah, that would be my advice. For to, for to. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you appreciate guys it. rocking with us. We really are thankful that you guys do listen to this shit and that you guys do appreciate this shit for real. Um, we really hope that the shit that we said today was able to help, help some people. Yeah. For real, was able to help someone, change someone's life. Maybe you just found this shit entertaining. Maybe you found something that we said might have been funny. Regardless, we really hope that you guys just enjoyed this for real. Um, please check out the Instagram. The Instagram is NOA underscore podcast. Check out the YouTube page. Subscribe, like the videos and shit. Check it all out. Um, new Wednesday show. Drops every Wednesday, of course. So be on the lookout for that. All episodes are available on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. You also check us out on TikTok. That's going to be NOA Podcast One. Thank you guys all for listening. We appreciate y'all. Y'all take care. Have a good one.